Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Money Refinanced, the show where we tell you who made money at the movies. I am your one of your hosts, Damien Levy, with me as always. Damien Levy. You're not Damien Levy. <laughs> no, I'm Damien. We can't have two. This is not an <laughs> us situation. With me as always. Shauna. Shauna, how are you doing? I'm fine. That's good. I don't know why you chose to impersonate me this week. I mean, I know that I'm, I, I'm the usual winner on this podcast. Whatever. But that doesn't mean you should lose your own identity. <laughs> Um, we have a good show for you this week. We have a lot of new stories to get to. I'm sure Shauna doesn't remember do? any. We have a lot of new stories. I mean, to talk I know about. that we have like a couple trailers. But do we have a? I, you you have to tell me about the trailers. I have one trailer here, um, and we have the top five box office. And uh, we are also going to give you a little update on the studio, which is forthcoming. And uh, with that, let me just fade out this music. Even though this sweet jazz music is so sweet, we want to keep it for the rest of the show. I'm just going to fade it out. It'll be back. Don't worry. It'll soon come back. And there we go. You know, um, I really wish that I could meet the man who gave us the um, the Movie Money theme song. His name is Kevin MacLeod. I see his name every week whenever mm-hmm. I pull up the song. But I just want to shake his hand because that song gets stuck in my head on a yeah. regular basis. Yeah, like, it does. <laughs> it, it, like when I'm, I'll just start humming. Dun, 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 yeah. And it's just, just to myself and people will be like, what are you humming? It's like, you, you wouldn't get it. You don't listen to it every week like I do. But that sweet jazz music has become a part of my life. Uh, but Shauna, tell me about your life. How was your weekend? Um, it was fine. It was all right? Yeah, I didn't really do much. That's good. It's good to keep it low-key sometimes. You can't mm-hmm. do something every weekend. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was going to do some hard work this weekend on the studio. But um, you see... Every every time that I wanted to buckle down and just work on it and work on the space, more things just kept popping up. Um, so Saturday, uh, I, well, I decided I was going to sleep for the first part of the day because Friday was a long day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I slept for the first part. I slept until like midday. My friend uh, comes barging in, knocking on my door. This is Kyle. Mm-hmm. And he comes barging in and he's just like, do you want to go to the beach? And you know what? I did want to go to the beach. I wanted because I wanted to work on a studio. But I was like, "What the hell? A beach day is not gonna kill me." So we went <laughs> to the beach. Uh, went there for a couple of hours. Well, the first thing was whenever you say you're gonna go to the beach, mm-hmm. it's always two hours after they say we're gonna go. Right? It's always like we're gonna leave at eleven and then we end up leaving at one. Mm-hmm. So we had that to deal with. Get there and we spend a couple hours there. Get back and it's kind of late and I don't really want to work on the the studio at that time. So. I just ended up going to bed. Then Sunday was Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And I was busy that whole day because I have a father. <laughs> um, and then at the end of the day, I was going to work on some stuff. But then he wanted to spend some more time with me. So I was like, well, I can't really say no because it's Father's Day. Mm-hmm. So I got no work done on the basement. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to. I wanted to get it done so I could, you know, implement some things for the studio this priorities. week. But Priorities, right? I mean, I don't. I don't think beach was so much of a priority, more of just a, a you know, impulse thing. But uh, as it goes on, I'm going to get more serious about the, the studio. I'm getting very, I'm very serious about it. You know, because I update you every time mm. I see you. Yes, that's right. Um, but uh, so, so the update on it right now is, uh, as, you, as I told you last time, the door is here. Mm-hmm. Door, is, door is primed. Door is painted. It's beautiful. Um, but right now... Shauna, we have the AC on and it is hot. Yeah. It is hot in this proto wow. studio that we have. Um, so what we're doing downstairs is we're getting an AC put in this week because you and I cannot record for too long in that heat without wanting to kill each other. Yeah. I feel like we would... Uh, you, you Especially when I win and then you're cheating me out. Right. Vice, and then vice versa. When, when we... Usually we can have a little debate and we can decide who is the actual winner. It's usually me. <laughs> but... If we have, if we don't have any air conditioning, if it's just pure heat down there, we'll take these mics and we'll beat each other with them. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Uh, and we don't have the cameras to record that yet, so we can't do that now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, so we're gonna get the air put in down there. And uh, I had a nice conversation with the 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 man, mm-hmm. and he told me about the you know there's different types of ACs. You got the twelve thousand volt, and then you got the twenty four thousand, then you got the thirty. 30,000 and a 36,000 and the more they go up in voltage the more expensive they are oh. um, and they're also bigger in size but what we figured out was what we're doing is we're, we're, the place we're building it is underground right 
So that means the cold air is going to stay down there. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to have to go for any big old fancy AC. We're going to have a nice little one that's going to work for this space. And I'm really excited about it. So this week, that's going to be put in. Then after that, it's just moving some furniture, painting the walls, and then we're good to go. And you're going to start seeing me and Shauna's beautiful faces on your YouTubes. Yeah. Um, doing some reviews, doing some podcasting. And yeah, you're not going to be able to escape us. We're going to be... Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're going to be all over you on that. By the way, when everything is finished, I want this to be on the door. You want this? Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So, so Shauna... Shauna just showed me a poster for uh, District 9. It says, for, hu- for humans only, non-humans banned. So does that mean that we're banning all non Like, we just let them out? We're not allowed? They're not, in- they're not allowed inside? No. Because from what I remember from this movie, the humans were the bad guys. <laughs> and and yeah. the, the, the prawns were like, they were a metaphor for, mm-hmm. you know, um, black people in South Africa in segregation. Right. So essentially what you're saying is we're not allowing black people into the studio. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, but no, I, do, I like that. I like that sign a lot. I was thinking, you know, uh, we need to implement like a red light on the outside. Mm-hmm. Flip that on anytime we're recording. Yeah. Not to be disturbed. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, the only thing is put the, the door in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, the basement used to be the home for my cat. My cat Snoop, who has been with me for... Well, she, you know what? I feel bad because I've, I've basically, I've put you and I's needs over the cat's needs. And I've known the cat longer than I've known you. I've known you for about three years now. Mm-hmm. I've known the cat for about six years. So she really should have priority. But um, she, she used to use that room as like her space. And now the door is there, she can't get in. Mm-hmm. So every night now, she's been right outside the door just crying. Whoa. And I feel really, really bad. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, there's a you can go somewhere. You're a cat. You can roam around. You can find somewhere else oh to go. My, I feel bad. Yeah, I feel bad too because the cat did nothing to nobody, and all of a sudden the cat just goes down there wants us wants to go into her room, and then there's this big wall that she can't get past. Yeah. And the worst oh. part is I put in a screen door, which means she can see inside. She just can't get there. It's like it's just out of reach. It's like in Great Gatsby, yeah. you know, where he's reaching out and just can't reach it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, poor cat. Um, maybe one day we'll have her on a podcast. That's not going to be a very entertaining podcast, though, unless you like cats mewing into your ears. Anyway, enough of that. Let's get into the top five box office. Shauna, have you taken a look at the box office this week? Yes, I did. And what did you think of it? It is not a very looks, good one. Yeah, it looks sad. It looks very sad. Um, so I want to start off this week by looking at the uh, suggestions that we made. So I'm going to pull this over here. The text is going to be a little bit small because I can't really zoom in on it. But, um, okay, so at number five, Shauna, you put in Aladdin mm-hmm. with Dark Phoenix at number four, Shaft at number three, Secret Life of Pets at number two, and Men in Black at number one. I had Aladdin at number five, Dark Phoenix at number four, Late Night at number three, Secret Life of Pets at number two, and Men in Black at number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, only thing I can say is we got the first two right. Yeah. Yeah, we, but we, we were off, which is weird because I remember looking at this this list, right? And I swear to God, when I looked at it on Sunday, mm-hmm. because we're recording this on Monday, I swear to God, Dark Phoenix was at number four when I looked at it. But it seems to have gone down and Rocket Man has taken its place in number four. Mm-hmm. But neither of us uh, were the winner this week. I think we can agree on well, that. I mean, let's put it this way, Damien. What's that? I had Shaft in my top five and it's closer to the top five. So I would. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm not even going to allow that. Com- I'm not even going to entertain Sean, that conversation. Guys. Look where late night is. Late night is at number nine. Late night, that doesn't... It, it, we don't predict the top five and closest to the top five. We Shaft predict the top five. Number six. That means Shaft almost got We could just leave what? it at a draw. Guess we could just what? leave it at a draw and end the Guess day right what, here. Shauna wins. Shauna wins nothing. Anyway, all right. <laughs> um, in addition to Shauna winning nothing, nobody really won this week at the box office. Coming in at number five, we have Dark Phoenix, X-Men Dark Phoenix. My it is God. the last of the Fox X-Men movies. This is coming out of the top five. <laughs> <laughs> he made $9.3 million this wow, weekend. that's 71%. 71% drop. Wow. Like, everybody just gave it a middle finger. This is wow. the biggest drop of a big-budget superhero movie ever. Like they've, they have never dropped this much. Wow, not 65 even, has not really even been fantastic. Four, not even fantastic because Fantastic yeah. Four didn't open with much. Yeah. So, the, so the week after, this, this didn't open with 
much either. But, but even wow. still, it it's made less than a third of what it made um, um, wow. last weekend. So the domestic gross for this is. 52.1 after two weeks in the and top five. Like 171.80. Right? It is. No, I said it's at 200 right now worldwide. Um, and the, the budget, the budget is, is 200 million. It's between 170 and 200. There's been varying sources, but it's 204.5. So it has just made back its budget in two weeks, which uh, they're saying that with marketing and everything, it'll probably end up losing $100 million because people are not going out to see it. Last weekend, it was at $140 million worldwide, which means it only made $60 million, um, and 10 of that was from the domestic. So Dark Phoenix is, is it really is a, a, a whimper for the X-Men franchise to go out on um, under the Fox name. My God. Yeah, and you, you haven't even gone to see it yet. Yeah, because, I mean, I saw... I was hearing about the reviews and stuff, and I was like, do I really need to go spend money on this? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm actually, today I was actually contemplating if I should, but... Yeah. Wow, people really gave the middle finger to this. this no, they, they didn't really give it a fighting chance. I mean, um, I, don't know what, I don't know what exactly it was that caused that. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. that uh, it's just the last one was not very good. And going into this, there wasn't much energy from the the fan base. Mm-hmm. I mean, people have seen a lot of superhero movie stuff this year alone. Like we had Endgame Captain in Marvel. April. We had Captain Marvel in Shazam. March. But Shazam, like I think, uh, I mean, Spider Man is projected to do really, really well. I don't know if you saw that, yeah. but they're projecting that Spider Man Far From Home is going to make a lot of money. But that's because it's coming off of Endgame, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a proto sequel to that. Um, but and because that Spider-Man character is very important for Infinity War and in, in the end of Endgame. Yep. So um, people are really looking forward to seeing how that turns out. But there was no real lead up to Dark Phoenix. Plus, it's a story that people have seen before. Like they saw it mm-hmm. already in Last Stand. So yeah. there really was no um, energy to see and this. Then, and, and then the reviews just... The reviews were bad. Yeah. It was a really competitive box office when it came out. Yeah. Um, because it was Secret Life of Pets uh, that beat it for the top spot because Dark Phoenix debuted at number two. Mm-hmm. Um, and Godzilla was still in the running at that point. Uh, let me see who else was in the top five. Uh, last week, Rocketman was still there. It was still doing really well. Aladdin still in the top five. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, Dark Phoenix not doing so well. But Rocketman at number four, uh, 9.4 million. So beating out uh, Dark Phoenix by 100,000. Uh, made $66.7 million domestically, budget of $40 million. Uh, let me see, the worldwide gross is $133.7. So, yeah, not definitely bad. a success. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Um, as we said, not a bohemian rhapsody. but um, $900 million, but yeah. Yeah, but it's definitely, um, it's a good, it, it, I mean, I'm happy to see this because we're seeing a lot of movies lose money at the box office mm-hmm. these past few weeks. So I'm happy to see a movie that has gotten really good reviews getting mm-hmm. the attention that it deserves. And it's been consistently in the top five for every week that it's been out um, for the past three weeks. So that's good for Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. Number three, we have Aladdin who maintained the number three spot. Mm-hmm. You and I had this at number five this week, mm-hmm. but it stayed strong in the number yeah, three spot. It has a good hold. It's a good hold because it's yeah. at $17.3 million. Oh, 30% drop. 30% drop. So it's uh, it's, Let me go quickly to last week. Aladdin has legs. Aladdin, <laughs> Aladdin has legs. Uh, the genie might not, but Aladdin definitely does. Um, what is? Why is it showing? This? No, no, this is not. This is not what I want. I was trying to see what Aladdin's numbers were last weekend, but it only made a thirty percent drop, um, and it made two hundred and sixty-four million dollars domestically mm-hmm. on a budget of one hundred and eighty-three. That's low budget by um, blockbuster standards. <laughs> And, and today uh, is about- it is honestly because Endgame is like three hundred and fifty-six million dollars yeah. for the budget. Hey, remember when the Lord of the Rings movies came out and they were like ninety million dollars? <laughs> yeah, I remember. And I remember because I remember when movies jumped to being two hundred million dollars to make, and I was like, "What? What? Or what? How much money do you need to make things?" Like, I it blows my mind how much money goes into making movies these days. Yeah. Um, just look at Endgame. Just look at Endgame. Yeah. Um, $727 million is Aladdin's worldwide queue at this point. So it's definitely a success. And this was the one that people thought was not going to make that much money because including of... Including you. Including me. I didn't think it would make this yeah. much money. Um, I thought it was going to end up like 400, maybe 500 million, but yeah, not this much. You should have. You would have definitely won because I was yeah. very sure of it. 
um <laughs> i was like it's too competitive people are not looking into aladdin that much so uh but number two we have secret life of pets too 24.4 million dollars weekend gross um domestic gross so far of 92.6 budget of 80 million it's doing very very well yeah. Um, it had a pretty decent drop, 47% this week. $92 million out of, off of an $80 million budget. Yeah, 155.1 worldwide. Um, so it's almost doubled its budget in mm-hmm. only two weeks. This so. is going to do better than um, Lego Movie. Probably. Yeah, yeah, Lego yeah. Definitely. Too. Definitely it will. Um, and number one movie that is new to the top five this week did not do very well. Uh, $30 million opening on a $110 million budget. Now, if talking about a low budget for blockbuster standards, mm-hmm. $110 million is pretty, pretty low. Yeah. Uh, that's that's almost unheard of for a movie of this size. But $103 million worldwide is a worldwide total. So it's almost reached back its budget. I think they were very strategic in budgeting it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the bad reviews are hurting this movie. Oh, I have not definitely. seen it, neither have you. Um, but it's not making very good, um, making I mean, very good press. It's the lowest many black movie today, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it's at twenty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Which, just take a look at the, the yeah. tomato meter right now. Nothing oh right God, is out right now tragic. is doing very that's well. Sad. I mean, Aladdin is okay, as we said. Mm-hmm. Dark Phoenix is not that bad, but it is a bad movie. And Shaft um, is not that great. Either. Shaft, yeah, Shaft. You see, okay, this is this is the the numbers that I saw because. When I looked at the box office on Sunday, Shaft was at number five, mm-hmm. Dark Phoenix was at number four, but this, this is not updated. It was adjusted for Monday. Yeah, it was adjusted for Monday. Um, but sh- so, so, yeah, so nothing that's out right now that came out uh, was fresh on the tomato meter. But um, let's see what people, people are saying. People love Aladdin. People do love Aladdin. Like the people are going to see it regardless of what the mm-hmm. reviews say. Um, but let me see. Tessa Thompson carries it to the best of her mighty abilities, but it's a pulverizing load to bear. Wow. Uh, one of those memory erasing flashes would be nice right now. Uh, whoever spearheaded this heart, this, this half hearted resurrection should be fitted with a golden parachute. Um, the uninspired approach of director F. Gary Gray does nothing to mask the staleness of the formula. That's sad because F. Gary Gray is great. Yeah. And he's been kind of on a hot streak, um, since straight out of Compton and he did Mm. fast eight, which, Mm. uh, you know, had middling reviews, but people still enjoyed it. Uh, in trying to act overly cool and funny, the heroes come off as fake and boring. So, yeah, it's not doing very well. Um, it's not getting reviewed very well, and I don't think it's going to have legs. Um, yeah. Especially not, with what's coming out next it's week. Not, it's not going to make back its budget domestically. Yeah. But, but I think it will finish probably around 200. Yeah, I would so. say that if it's mm-hmm. lucky, though, because it's yeah. just past 100 million. Mm-hmm. And if it's at 30 million now, it's going to drop off to, I would say, maybe yeah, 12 million like next one, week. 180, yeah, million. yeah, yeah. Um, and that's if it gets favored worldwide. That's Because um, international mean, markets need to carry it. A lot of underperforming is going on. A lot of underperforming. Because Godzilla yeah. underperformed. Uh, what, what was it? Let me see. Uh, Dark Phoenix is underperforming. Shaft. With, it's not in the top five, yeah. but Shaft debuted this week at number six with 8.9 million. Um, I'm pretty sure the budget on that was kind of low, though. So I don't think that's... Even, even late night underperformed. Because, I mean, seeing the cast... I haven't really seen much about this movie, but yeah. I thought that, you know, being it it being a comedy and stuff, it probably sneak into the top five or close. Yeah, yeah. But nobody and, and went out this We have seen in the last few years that these streaming um, movies, like from Amazon, like... Manchester by the Sea, and there was another big one that was, I think it was last year. I don't remember the name of it. But, um, you know, whenever they come out and they, they get their wide release, there there tends to be somewhat of a curiosity to it that catapults it to the top five. Uh, didn't work out for Late Night this time. With its big wide release, it was at number nine. Same thing happened to Booksmart. Yeah, at 5.2 million. I still can't believe that they gave that movie a wide release. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Booksmart made $19 million dollars so far mm-hmm. um after only four weeks in theaters and i don't think it costs much to make i don't think i see a but no there's no budget here but it can't have cost that much to make mm-hmm. um but detective pikachu also underperformed i mean if if i'm looking at it now it's made okay it's made 421 million so it's yes. okay now but it was a time when it was kind of shaky yeah um 
but yeah, it's been an underperforming can, year. Can I see the box office for Godzilla? Godzilla, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Godzilla made $8.7 million this weekend. Uh, do- domestic growth so far is 94.3. Please, Damon, please close your tabs. Oh, oh there's too many tabs? <laughs> are the tabs oh, making you nervous? I know where yeah. my tabs are. There's oh, Godzilla. Uh, 341.9. Yeah. That's sad. This That's is just sad. double its budget. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm closing my tab. See, you're getting all nervous. No, please. I'm, you, there you see. Look, it, it's boom, clean. No more tab. I'll close this one too. I'm not using it. Um, yeah, it's not. It's aside from Endgame, there has not really been a big success of and and Captain Marvel, which was like yeah. earlier and, on in and the year. Can I see John Wick? John Wick. John Wick also has been doing really well. Mm-hmm. We should give. And John Wick is in five weeks in, it's still making over five million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, but it made two hundred seventy-six point four million. These are low budget um, blockbusters. So yeah, but this still, is a I mean, success for it. Com- compared to where John Wick was, yeah. you know, I mean, it definitely um, it has it has catapulted to be a household name at this point. Seventy-five mm-hmm. million dollar budget, so mm-hmm. it's um, it's definitely a success. Can I see Ma? Ma, uh, you're gonna see Ma later tonight, so yes. I'm very upset at you, by the way. I really wish Come I could on. see it. We saw Dark Phoenix. That really? <laughs> I got I got to see Dark Phoenix. Thanks. Okay, great. <laughs> Let, you know what? Let me see what Ma's rating is on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I see, think it's in the 50s. It's in the. Is it really? Yeah. Oh no, that's a shame. Ma is. Oh, is that 56? Oh, mm. but still better than Dark Phoenix is at 23. So it's probably a movie that we like, but probably nothing special. Probably, but a budget of $5 million and a um, worldwide gross of 51.8. 51. So sorry, made 10 times. I mean, that's the great thing about being a horror movie now. It's the great thing about Jason Blum. <laughs> yeah, you can make a movie for a million dollars and you can see like 60 million. You make 60 times. I tell you, it's been, last couple of years, horror has just been going more and more mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know people, people who I know, like if I had mentioned martyr people five years ago, they'd mm. be like, what the hell is that? Yeah. But I mentioned it to people today and they're like, Oh, that movie with the black lady and the, and the white kids. And I was like, yeah, that movie. <laughs> um, so it, I mean, the marketing behind this was great and people yeah. went out to see it, uh, at least more than, you know, the budget was for. So it made 10 times the budget, as you said, mm-hmm. um, let me see what else. What else was big? Dumbo didn't do very well. Nope. Um, La Llorona did not do very well. It Ugly did not? Dog. You sure? Well, okay. It did well for... Come on, man. Anything under $10 million. <laughs> All right. It did well for, for like you said, horror movie that did, yeah. you know... Can yeah. I see the worldwide, though? I don't think it did badly. All right, fine. I just... I, I don't know. Come on. All right, fine. 121 to $9 million. It did really well. <laughs> I, I don't know why I, do, I don't have love for the movie. I just, I remember yeah, it got I bad know. reviews. I, I, I know you have a thing against The Conjuring. I do. I don't like the universe. I just, it just, it, it doesn't have enough um, no, good movies in it. You're going to see Annabelle next week. I'm so. not going to see it. I will never see that movie. I hated Annabelle creation. Um, lame. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, and Endgame is out of the top 10 this week. Um, I remember it's seeing still that. still taking $3 million from somebody. Where is it? <laughs> Oh, it's not even out. Yeah, it's, 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 it's in. It's at number ten. Yeah. Yeah. That must be an update. Yeah. Um, eight hundred and thirty million dollars mm-hmm. domestically, and uh, let's just pop in and see that it is at billion dollars. It's forty-five. Forty-five million dollars away. away. Yeah. Not gonna make it. Almost though. You know. You know. You know something, Damien. What's that? Avatar didn't get a re-release. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It would have passed. It would have passed. So really, Avengers is the winner, but yeah. nobody really wants to be that kind of winner where you have to qualify it with the if Avatar didn't yeah, get there. I'm gonna tweet that. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna say? You know, guys, Endgame is actually the highest-grossing movie of all time. Yeah, we should just decide it as a people. Yeah. Um. All right then. Well, that's the top five for this week, and that means we're gonna talk about the top five for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, Since you're the loser, you can go first. I'm not the loser, but I'll go first because I want to, not because you told me to. Mm-hmm. Um. Late night. Okay, <laughs> late night at number one. Um, okay, so we have coming out next week. We got Toy Story Four, Child's Play, and Anna. It's gonna which be very hard. This is the weekend of toys coming alive. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, we got the Annabelle. Is it a prequel or a sequel? No, Anna. That's not it. What is it? No, that's uh, I don't know what that is. But oh, okay. I thought this was an because uh, you saw me the Annabelle no. movie was no, coming that's, out. No, that's that's the other week. 
Oh, okay. Oh, Annabelle yeah, comes, comes home. home. I see. Okay. All right. My bad. I should have just let you take it. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> uh, oh, Luke Basan, female-led uh, action oh, movie. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lucy, too. Luke Basan. Oh, God. <laughs> Luke Basan, man. I mean, he oh, has a, he's had some good movies, but... Oh, yeah, like 20, 25 years ago. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, what is it? Subway, Big Blue, uh, Professional. Professional's good. Fifth yeah. Element. Um, Lucy, though. Lucy, Lucy, and then Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Mm. Yeah, he's not had a good track record recently. But um, and especially if it's under marketed like this mm-hmm. is, there's no hope for that movie. Uh, Toy Story Four. So I read an article today. They said Toy Story Four needs to make a lot of money for um, this quarter of the year to be marked off as like a success for the movies because the less people that go to the movies, the more people are like, all right, let's pay attention more to streaming services and not so much to theater releases because mm-hmm. it proves that people aren't going to the theater. But um, Toy Story 4 needs to hit big this weekend if the movie industry is going to be saved. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Toy Story 4, I'm going to say at number one. Sure. Men in Black is there. I, okay. <laughs> I don't think Men in Black will last another week uh, at number one. But let me see. All right, I'm going to say Toy Story 4 because uh, it's getting good reviews. And I think it's kids still love um, Buzz and Woody. Uh, should I say Child's Play at number two? At number one? No, not number one. Uh, I'll say Child's Play at number two. And then I'll say Men in Black at number three. And Child's Play. Um, Men in Black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me see, let me see, let me see. A Rocket Man is currently at, let me see, what is it? 3,000 theaters still. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I'm not sure if Anna will be in the top five at all. So. Tick, top, play, yeah, play yeah, that yeah. Jeopardy. I know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Um, I'll put Aladdin at number four because there's, I, I don't know. Will it, yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll put Aladdin at number four. And uh, let's just put Rocket Man at number five. No, because Secret Life of Pets is there. Mm. No, you already made it. No, I didn't. Choice. I didn't lock it in. I didn't lock no, it in. No, you locked oh, in. No, I didn't. Doesn't count. Secret Life of Pets at number four. And then Aladdin at number five. Yes, it does. What's your top five? Secret Life of Pets at number one. I'm just joking. No, no, you locked it in. Because clearly. No, whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not so nice when it's what, done what, to you. You said that. Pets at number four, right? Pets at number four, Aladdin at number five. All right, so I'll go with Toy Story at number one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Child's Play, number two. Okay. Number three will be definitely Men in Black. I feel like we're going to have a similar. I think we will because there's not a lot coming out. It's hard to, to differentiate. Then. What's at number four? I'm gonna put pets. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord. Are you gonna do it? And then guess Aladdin. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what that means. And Every time something's gonna sneak in next uh, week. Yeah. Something some, like like some shaft will come back. Yeah. Shaft will catapult to number three. I've said the word catapult four times already in this podcast. Yeah. I'm not saying it again. All right, you know what that means, people. Yes. If we have the same top five, that means we must pick the numbers for the number one movie. Whoever is the closest will win. And you will remember, Shauna, the last time we did this, I predicted Endgame. I cannot recall. I predicted Endgame would make $300 million and you said, nah, not going to do I it. I don't remember anything. Like of course that. you don't. Um, so we both have Toy Story 4, number one. Now, this is difficult. I am not sure how much Toy Story 4 will open with. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. Because the last one, I believe... Let me just look it up really quickly. Um, because I'm pretty sure the last one opened with maybe, like, what, 80 million? I could be completely wrong on that. Um, it was more than that. I thought it was 100 plus. Might have been. I don't know. Uh, weekend. Oh, I made a billion dollars. That's amazing. All right, it was 110. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I was actually thinking that for Toy Story 4. Uh, but the thing with Toy Story 3 was it, it, it kind of had the trilogy behind it. It was like... You know, uh, it was a the the, the big finale. Uh, it got z- such amazing reviews for it, and I don't know if much was coming out around that time. Let me see what was op- out that weekend. Yeah, Karate Kid, A Team, um, and they were already out a week before, so it didn't have much coming out. Jonah Hex was its biggest competition, so mm-hmm. it did not have much competition. But neither does Toy Story because Child's Play is kind of a smaller movie. So, 
I'm going to, you know what? I want to keep it conservative. I'm just going to say $100 million. Wow. That is my guess um, for Toy Story, Toy Story 4. What do you say? Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I it's don't hard. Know. It's hard. I was thinking probably like 150 or something like that. Mm. Well, I mean, I went big with Endgame and I, I got through. So maybe you'll the same what happened think, to you. I don't know. I mean, given that it's like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, which is the same as, a, as Toy Story 3. So maybe it'll get even more. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to say... Because what did Incredibles 2 came out with? Ooh, now that is a good question. I should have asked that. I can't change mine now. Yeah, you can. I can't. It's I should have done more research. Um, let me see. Because that is a perfect comparison because that's a long time Pixar sequel. Um, Incredibles 2. Uh, boy, that $1.2 billion. Good God. Um, <laughs> what was that? Incredibles 2 opened with $182.6 yeah. million. Dollars. I mean, it probably didn't come out against much. But no, well, all right, there's then, not much right now. No, there's not much right now. Because even though there's a lot of movies out right now. It came lot. out against Tag. Oh, and Ocean's 8. And, uh, well, Ocean's 8 was there the week before. Oh, oh. So it was 100. That's a big opening for Incredibles 2. I did not even realize that. Uh, okay, Shauna, what do you say? I'm going to say 160. All right. Well, you know what? If you win this week, I'm going to be so upset. All I had to do was check. I do, why am I checking Toy Story 3? A movie that's 10 years old. Yeah, almost. Oh, God. All right. I might have screwed that one royally. But anyway, that's the top five. Uh, we both have the same. It's Aladdin at number five, Secret Life of Pets at number four, Men in Black at number three, uh, Child's Plays at number two, and Toy Story 4 at number one. I have it's Toy Story 4 making 100 million. Shauna has 160 million behind that. That's like some endgame thing. Yep. Exactly. Let's, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. It could. It's probably. It might even make two hundred million. I do not see um, Child's Play putting a dent in this movie because right now the reviews are hot. Yeah. People love Toy Story. The last one. It was the first animated movie to make a billion dollars. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Toy yeah. Story. That's 3. true. That's. I remember that. I mean, yeah. There have been like many after, mm -hmm. but I mean, it was a it was a setter, the trendsetter. Yeah, of course. So let's let's see how it does. Let let we we will see and. Uh, Hopefully, I'm the winner. I doubt it. I honestly do. I, I honestly think you're closer than oh, I you're am. You're waving a white flag already. Uh, I mean, what if Child's Play opens with 50? It know. might. It might because there are people curious about Child's Play. Uh, no, it's not going to open with that much. I don't think it's going to open with 50, but I do think there is mm -hmm. a market for Child's Play. Like people were, the trailer I, was not hated by fans. They're yeah, kind of intrigued I, I, by I'm it. I'm still really impressed that they opened it. I mean, they should have opened this later in the year. Yeah, so. it's, it's weird. It's very weird yeah. to put it out now. I think somebody was just like, Toy Story 4 is coming out. We have to put it out the same day. Like, they, mm. they, they couldn't resist putting not, out not two reanimated um, toy even movies. That, but there's a big conjuring. Conjuring movies make money. Yeah. So, they couldn't help week, themselves. Annabelle is going to eat all of. Child's Play audience. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. So it's, I don't. It's a, that it's a weird. It is a weird yeah. positioning. There've been a lot of that this year. There's been a lot of um, um, putting out movies at the very wrong time mm -hmm. um, that we've seen. Like Godzilla um, would have been perfect for August. Yeah, it would have cleaned up in August. I think Dark Phoenix should have come out in October or November. Yeah, that would have been, been good. November. November seems like a more perfect time. Yeah, for it, but maybe nobody would have gone at that time. Either. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Um, I feel like Godzilla could have even been a big February movie yeah. because Logan made a lot in February. Look at Kong, Kong Skull Island. Kong, yeah, Kong didn't do that badly. No, no. Kong Skull Island made more than Godzilla, the, the, the 2014 one. But so then again, as, as over the past few years, I mean, the February, March slots have yeah. been filled. Because so. that's, where, that's where Captain Marvel made her yeah. billion because nobody else was there. Mm -hmm. Like Marvel... I mean, as much as they dominate the box office because they're Marvel, um, they also space out their films. Like, mm -hmm. Black Panther came out in February, and then they had, uh, uh, what was it, Infinity War in end of April, early May, mm -hmm. and then Ant-Man and the Wasp was way in July. Like, there was a spacing out of the films because they understand that audiences need time to recuperate. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of these people don't really not people these studios don't really put out things around a, a good time like Detective Pikachu 
would have been good for like September, I guess, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, or November no, would have been think, good. I don't think it's good for September because well, that's when everybody go, goes back to school. That's true. Christmas would have been a perfect Detective yeah. Pikachu opening. Mm-hmm. Like that. November, December. Yeah, that would have been great. Because um, it, it's. February. February could have worked. Yeah, February could have worked. Mm-hmm. That too. Uh, but any one of those off off months, you know, it would have been good for those times. Um, it's getting dark in here. I'm going to yeah. <laughs> turn on the lights before we go into the news. One second. I just got, like, darkness and I don't know the AC hasn't come up. I don't know what's going on with the AC. I'm telling you, it's the summer. It's the summer. The no, sum- so there's something wrong with the AC. No, there's nothing wrong with the AC. Because the AC is very cold in, like, the days. Maybe you said it will just blow on you. Well, okay. That's, <laughs> it, it is right in front of me, so that could be a possibility. You know, I'm going to shout out. When I have the new place, the AC is going to blow right on you. Oh. You, you've earned that. Aww. Yeah. Um, let me see the time on this podcast. Okay. I've not been going that long. Um, well, we have a lot of news, though, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. All right, Shauna. Uh, this one came out today. Yeah. Uh, did you West, see? West Side Story? Yeah. Sorry. Did you see I the West Side like, Story, we, Steven Spielberg West Side Story, and he announced... Yeah, yeah Ansel Elgort. Ansel Elgort. Why do you name your kid like that? Ansel Elgort? Yeah. Because you hate him. Yeah. That's the only thing. <laughs> um, but, so, I don't, I don't hate this, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I kind of do, because... What do you... All right, when you see this thing, right? Does this scream West Side Story to you? Mm, a little a little yeah because when i see it i just it feels very muted you know what i mean like all the the life has been sucked out of it Uh, no and i figured you would have that reaction and this this has been bugging me all day so i pulled up some um some comparisons but you know west side story for people who don't know it's this love story kind of you know romeo and juliet where you have one um, gang called the Sharks and another gang mm-hmm. called the Jets, and they're at war with each other. And you know, it's 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 a it's a pretty good story, pretty good music in it. Um, I feel pretty is in that that musical. So uh, you you've probably heard a couple songs from it, but mm-hmm. um, the real big thing is the dichotomy between the Sharks and the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I looked up the one from the original. And the the color contrast is like staggering in comparison because this almost looks like it's from a Star Trek episode mm-hmm. where the bright yellow of one gang leader for the red of the other one, you know, like half the cast is blue, the other cast is kind of reddish yellow. Like there's 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 a there, you know there's a conversation of the color going on right now. Mm-hmm. Hold that image in your mind right there. Hold it. Yeah. Look at that. I don't expect <laughs> them to capture capture the aesthetic to a T. Not to a right? T, but, but like I like it still has a kind of vintage look. I guess because of the costume, yes. it still kinda has that vintage-ish look. So I wasn't expecting them to capture it. Let's just give it a chance. I'll give it a chance, sure, that's fine. It's just I I might be, but because it is a picture. It's not like we've seen a trailer or anything. But yeah. what I'm seeing is the life and the energy is mm. There, I don't get that from this. Like, I would think this was like a screenshot from Fault in Our Stars. Mm-hmm. Maybe from when they were having like a daydream sequence, they were there from the 50s or something. Oh, but man. there's just nothing in this is making me feel like this is a vibrant, explosive mm-hmm. musical. Like when that's, that's I, I can't see any of these characters mm-hmm. jumping around the rooftops of oh, New York yeah. singing songs. Like, well, you, you might be surprised. I might be knows? surprised. I might be but I'm putting my money, and I'm putting my hey, money. Well, I don't have any money. We're putting our faith in Mr. Spielberg. You can right? put your faith in Spielberg. What was the, what was the last Spielberg movie you liked? Um. Yeah, you have you have, you have to look it up. You I have don't to. My you have to, is not that good. But okay. no, but you. All right, what's the last Christopher Nolan movie you liked? Um, the last one. Yeah, exactly. But no, you, I like Lincoln. Lincoln was 2012. Yeah. Did you like Bridge of Spies? Yeah, it was fine. Okay, it was fine though. Yeah. Did you like the post? Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I, I forgot about them. <laughs> but they, they were fine. But I really you forgot like about them and they were fine. Do you see the resume that you're telling me right here? Like, yeah, they were fine. They were fine. And this movie looks like it's just going to be fine. Remember Jersey no. Boys? No, that was Clint yeah. Eastwood. Sorry, never mind. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> but that's what, the, that's what I'm trying to say. This movie looks like it's just going to be fine. 
and Come I kind of wanted more than trailer. that. Come on, this is just a picture. I will wait for a trailer. I'm just saying right now, I have no faith in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here's, here's um, some reactions to Dark Phoenix. It's not doing very well at the box office and it's not doing very well critically. Mm. Uh, there have been two people who worked on a movie who have been spoken, sp- spoken, speaking mm. about it. Uh, like the weekend that it came out, uh, Lauren Shuladonna, she mm-hmm. produced the movie um, and she's produced several of the X-Men movies in the last few years. Um, she put out a tweet, which is now deleted. I want to see if I can find it to show you. Um, but essentially, do you remember when uh, Josh Trank, mm-hmm. when he directed um, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four? Thank you. Um, and he put out that tweet and he said, uh, a year ago, he had a great Fantastic Four movie to show you, but you'll never see it. That's the reality. Mm-hmm. Then that tweet was deleted, and you've never heard from him again. Mm-hmm. Um, Wasn't he attra- attached to something? I thought he was attached to something big. He was attached to, I think, was it an alien movie or something like that? Let me, let me try to find it. Because yeah. I remember he was, after a few years, he got attached to something big. Yeah. Probably. Um, let me see if I can find it. But she said, yes, her, her t- so Lauren Shuladonna, she said, um, what was it? I'm trying to, I think the tweet was deleted, so you can't see it, but I thought there was a screenshot. But essentially she said, all right, here it is. Save your condolences. I had zero, nothing to do with Dark Phoenix or Apocalypse or New Mutants. And then later on she said, um, hoping New Mutants is wonderful. Looking forward to seeing it one day. It might be really good. I don't know. Um... That's not very good. Mm-mm. Like, that's... I mean, as much as you abhor what people are responding to a movie, like, wow. you should stick by it, I would think. Yeah, I mean, she's she has already thrown New Mutants under the bus. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. <laughs> like, I have no faith in seeing that. Um, and, you know, I know yeah, Disney bought out Fox and, like, she's not involved in the movies anymore, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, people really need to be careful on Twitter. Like, yeah. y- 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 talk about James Gunn and his problems of like years ago. This was this last weekend. Mm-hmm. Your movie just came out. You don't trash it like that if you want to still have a job. In contrast, the director that actually apologized. Right. So I'm gonna. That's what my next story was. Um, Simon Kinberg, a couple of days ago, he came out and he had a um, an interview mm-hmm. where he discussed the movie and he had a really i thought he, his take on it was really good mm-hmm. um even though you know he he made a pretty bad movie um i'm gonna see if i can find his words exactly but essentially he was taking responsibility for how it turned out mm-hmm. um that's good i mean it is good um a lot of the times let me see where is he uh he says it clearly is a movie that didn't connect with audiences that didn't see it it didn't connect enough with audiences that did see it so that's on me Later on, went to say, uh, loved making the movie, and I love the people I made the movie with. So, I mean, clearly the guy is hurt because mm-hmm. he, he wanted this movie. He, he clearly made the movie he thought that people wanted to see and the one that he would have wanted to see as a fan of X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice that he, was a, he, he, he came out and he was just like, look, uh, I screwed up on that. He's not like, yeah. you know, Zack Snyder who would, you know, vehemently... Um, defend his movie which you should defend mm. your movie you know mm-hmm. you should always do that but like that's what most of them do yeah but uh, if, if if something is not connecting with people then clearly there was a disconnect mm-hmm. um, with what you made yeah. and the audiences that you made it for mm-hmm. uh, I mean if you're gonna make a movie just for yourself then mm-hmm. just make it for yourself I mean, all of them are risking at the end of the day yeah every movie is a risk even if it might be a part of a franchise I mean you don't know how audiences will take to it yeah, you don't know. That's that's true. It is it it is a gamble. Because um, look at the Fantastic Four movie. Everybody loves Fantastic Four, but yet still, mm-hmm. nobody went to see it. Yeah, nobody. And um, yeah, there's lots of movies like that which are just like I mean, like the Godzilla movie. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like they did a lot in the making of that movie to be faithful to fans, mm-hmm. um, faithful to the canon of Godzilla, mm-hmm. the history of it, and not a lot of people went out to see it possibly because of the release possibly because of the reviews but mm-hmm. um you know sometimes you put a lot of craftsmanship into something and people just mm-hmm. don't respond to it mm-hmm. and you know you don't whine about it you yeah, don't you cry don't about trash everybody yeah you don't you don't trash the people who worked on the movie yeah. who who because like a million things go into making mm-hmm. a movie and mm-hmm. it could be anybody's fault that it doesn't turn out well mm-hmm. um but he is a director and at the end of the day you know the buck stops with him I think it's really cool that he, he came out and, and said this. 
Um, that's it. I don't want him to direct any other movies uh, because he he wrote. Well, it's interesting because if you look at his um, filmography, mm-hmm. it's hard to tell if he um, has a good eye or not. Because Simon Kinberg, he he directed uh, Apocalypse, but he also wrote. Uh, no, he sorry, he directed Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, and other things that he and he's produced almost every X Men movie and mm-hmm. every, like a lot of the Fox Marvel stuff he's produced a lot of them. Um, he wrote, let me see, he wrote X Men Apocalypse. He also wrote Fantastic Four the 2015 oh, version. He wrote uh, Days of Future Past and he wrote uh, Last Stand. So, okay, I would say he has more hits misses than hits. But mm-hmm. he also wrote Sherlock Holmes. But he also wrote Jumper. Um, <laughs> he wrote Mr. and Mrs. Smith and he wrote. Triple X State of the Union. Um, so he's like... He's all over the place. Yeah, he's very all over the place. Yeah, and he directed one episode of The Twilight Zone, the most recent um, series from Man, Jordan Peele. that disappeared. It really did. Because I haven't heard anything about it since it like debuted. Yeah, and I've heard meh. I haven't heard good or yeah. bad. I've just heard kind of underwhelming. Um, uh, but yeah, he's he's all over the place with his, um, his credits. So I, I can't say for certain if the guy is good or not but i mean clearly he has passion for superhero movies and you know x-men and stuff um and historically a lot of the fox properties have had um you know interference from Mm -hmm. the studio i don't know if that was the case with dark phoenix because clearly it seemed like it was his passion to make the movie that way Mm -hmm. I know that they had a lot of reshoots and they changed the ending with um, Dark Phoenix because it was too similar to Captain Marvel. I don't know if you heard that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, I, I, was, I, just was, I thought it was refreshing, his response to um, the feedback to the movie. Um, okay, speaking of movies that are coming out, Ant-Man and the Wasp, no, Ant-Man and the Wasp 2, I guess, or Ant-Man 3, the third Ant-Man movie, um, Paul Rudd was asked about it, and he said that there's it's not set in stone that it will happen. I think it will, but it's probably not not for now. Not for now, probably not. Yeah, I mean, Marvel oh, Marvel doesn't do like two movies; they do it in threes. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, unless you're the Hulk, but yeah. unless you're the Hulk, when you get one and done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the last one wasn't a billion dollars. Uh, neither was the first money, one. Yeah, it made money. It, it made it, money. It, it made them a profit. So. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I mean, what he said was that there's going to have to be like, the, you know, people will have to demand it. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be a case where like you have to start a, a petition to get Ant-Man 3 done. I think they'll do it. I think it'll just be a couple I, years time. I think Marvel's going to find a way to, you mean, you know, for the big story that is going to unfold in phase four, phase five. Yeah. I think they'll find some way to slot a new Ant-Man, just like how they slot in, um, the Wasp. Um, to, to really introduce the whole time travel right, right. and all of that stuff. So, yeah, I think they'll just slot one in at and some point. Yeah, I think, I think um, they, they had a good trend recently of having the, um, the Ant-Man movies came out right after a big Avengers movie. So it's kind of like the smaller movie. Well, no pun intended because Ant-Man shrinks. But, um, the, the, you know, the smaller stakes movie against mm-hmm. the huge movie like Avengers and I think it's good to have that kind of balance in there. Um, I mean, sometimes it's kind of weird because you watch Endgame or you watch Infinity War where everybody dies, mm-hmm. and then you have to go and have fun watching Ant Man. It's kind of like, yeah. well, nobody really wants to see this um, cartoonish movie when all our heroes are dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I like the Ant Man movies a lot, and mm-hmm. I, I hope that um, they continue with them. Yeah. I know Peyton Reed was rumored to be doing Fantastic Four, so mm-hmm. I don't know if that will. Yeah, I wonder if that that because i heard that he really wants to do it i mean it's like a passion project why wouldn't you yeah um so maybe maybe they don't want i mean i wouldn't be surprised though if they don't have any more ant-man movies but yeah i realize that marvel's trend is that they do it in threes yeah yeah that's true and i, mm-hmm. I think they want to keep the same director mm-hmm. um and keep that tone because they've had a lot of success when they main like when they when they you know with the russo brothers on winter soldier they kind mm. of mainlined them even, all the way up until endgame and even with the guardians remember that day when the whole thing happened with um james, james gunn, gunn right. realized that they kind of pushed the guardians away for a bit yeah until yeah. he decided to come back and, and yeah. also they were going to keep his script because mm. i think they do like that unified vision of an mm. arc and i think that's kind of what happened with with the iron man movies i mean 
the the second Iron Man movie I feel like suffers because it's so there's so much stuff that is like okay we need to set up Avengers okay we need to set up War Machine we need to mm-hmm. set up Black Widow we need to set up Nick Fury and you know uh, this Avengers initiative you know mm-hmm. because we had that teaser at the end of Iron Man and we weren't really having a plan but we just need to have all these things connect to it um, and I think if if you know if we could go back in time and John Favreau could actually make three movies about a, um, a, a, a troubled superhero, then we would have gotten much better movies than we, what we mm-hmm. got. Um, so I think they kind of hit their stride. Where, like Ryan Coogler, I don't think feel like he's going to walk away from Black. I know he's mm-hmm. doing the second one. They're bringing back Scott Derrickson from Doctor Strange to do Doctor mm-hmm. Strange 2. The same director from... Um, Spider-Man Homecoming is doing Far From Home, so they mm-hmm. want to keep it within yeah. one vision. And, you know, Captain Marvel, too, is, 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 is yeah. Odin and Fleck as well. Right, right, right. So I don't think... if they. I think the reason that it would get held up is because of Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think they would... I don't think they would hire somebody else to do Ant-Man mm-hmm. unless they get back Edgar Wright, which is never mm-hmm. going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. I think, I think they're going to make um, John Fav. John Favreau. John Favreau. Favreau, yeah. Right. I think he's he's gonna do another movie, another. You big know, movie. yeah, I would say so because he's had such big, success with right. um Iron Man, but right now he's just chilling. No, and no, I, no, not with Iron Man. With well, he's not chilling because he he did Jungle Book and he's doing Lion King. No, I was talking about in the um, oh in the MCU. MCU okay, yeah. okay, all right. But yeah. he's just chilling right now and. He's just chilling. <laughs> he, but I think they're yeah. going to put him on a big project, a big future project. Well, I mean, as long as he's still doing uh, Happy Hogan, he'll still be think, in a Marvel family. You think they would bring back Joss Whedon? Um, no, I don't think so. I, 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 I just I feel like they have established the Marvel tone so much that they don't mm. really need his punch-up of, um, you know, that snippy dialogue or those, you know... Um, the way that he plays with characters, because I feel the Russo brothers kind of took what he did and mm-hmm. ran with it, mm-hmm. so the, it's kind the, of evolved. The Russos are finished. Uh, well, I read. No, that yeah, they're yeah, they they said they're finished. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who the hell else they're gonna get to do another Avengers movie or a big ensemble movie like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it you know it's kind of exciting because it's kind of like Marvel is in an unstable stage right now where they're not. I don't think they're gonna go back to Joss Whedon, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they I don't know if they'll bring back the Russo yeah, brothers. I I think they could. Well, bring back Joss Whedon? No. Um, the oh, the Russo brothers. Yeah. They might. They probably just throw a bunch of money at their well, way. Well, there's certain films that the Russo brothers have said that they definitely want to do. Like, if mm-hmm. they could do certain storylines, they would be really happy to do them. Can't wait to see where Marvel, the next, the, where the stories yeah. is heading towards. It's, it's, we don't it's, know. It's gonna we just be know that they're, they're going to introduce some new characters, mm-hmm. but we don't know which big bang it's going to lead up to. And I think that's the most interesting thing. Um. Yeah, I mean... Excuse me. I know that uh, they wanted to. I know that the Fantastic Four and X Men, when they get incorporated into the MCU, that's gonna be in a couple of years' time. It's gonna be a little bit um, mm-hmm. a time before that, maybe three or four years, um, because they're probably gonna get through their current slate and mm-hmm. then you know reintroduce those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Avengers versus X Men. I feel like they just can't resist making that much money. Yeah. Like because that's a comic book title that came out couple of years ago. Trust me. Um, that's going to be the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, like you can't have those characters in the universe and not have a movie called Avengers. Because just as a studio executive, I don't mm-hmm. care how um, creatively motivated you are, that is a license to print money. And mm-hmm. they are not going to, they can't resist that. So that's definitely mm-hmm. going to happen, I think. Um, and and fantas- you say, you're saying that there's a comic. Yeah, there's a comic that, that they could base it off of. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a storyline called Annihilation, which deals with the character of Annihilus, mm-hmm. um, which is a Fantastic Four villain. And it's mm-hmm. basically this, uh, bug creature wants to wipe all of the universe of life. Like Thanos wants to wipe out half the universe. Annihilus wants to wipe out all of it. Wow. Um, he doesn't want balance. He wants complete decimation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think is they could do that. Like that would be a really big movie for them to do. Isn't um, that basically the same thing that Galactus does? Galactus, well, he he um, he eats planets, but Annihilus wants to destroy all life on all planets. So Galactus will eat one planet, and he'll be good for a couple of years. Oh. He'll come back and eat another one. Oh, okay. um, but he's not like looking to destroy everybody. He's just really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Bill and Ted, uh, the the third movie is coming out. Bill and what is it? I think it's called. 
Right. Bill and Ted Face the Music uh, mm-hmm. is a started production, and there was a there was a photo that was released of Bill and. There we go. Wait, no, no. This is what I want. Um, I can't see it. I know, I know. I'm trying. To, I don't want to bring up the thing, and you don't uh, see it. Internet is messing with me. Okay, there we go. No, didn't come over. Now, okay, yeah. Bill and Ted's daughters revealed in facing music first look. So this is oh a picture. This is a pic of Bill and they're old. Yeah. Bill and Ted got real old. Yeah. Look at um, face. And there's a picture of the his dot their daughters in the movie, um, by Ed Solomon, who is the uh, was he the writer? Yeah, the co-writer Ed Solomon uh, revealed that their two daughters, uh, Bridget Lundy Payne's Billy Logan and Samara Weaving's Thea Preston. Um, and uh, Bill named his daughter Thea, and Ted named his daughter Billy. So that's really cute. I didn't realize that their um, daughters were the same name or names of each other. Um, but this is a look of what the characters could look like. Um, mm-hmm. These actresses are going to be in the, in the new movie. And they're their daughters. They're their daughters, yeah. Um, and uh, Bill and Ted look real old. I, I, that's uh, that's yeah, really all I have Keanu. to say about that. <laughs> Keanu, I mean, th- th- that's a weird thing. Keanu has not looked this old in movies in the last few years. Yeah. But just in this picture with all he the gray in his beard. I think they're trying to sell that. Mm. Uh, they're trying to play up the, the age of the characters oh God, in the I movie. I can't wait to see them in character. Cause you know how they are. You, you've, you've, you've ever watched the Bill and, Bill and Ted movies? I, I have not. It's, wow. one, it's one of my blind to, spots. And then you see why I'm actually looking forward to this movie. Because I can't wait to see them in their as, old... As old? In their old state, bringing back those characters because they're kind of well, wacky yeah. and stuff. They're like this stone um, rock, punk okay. rock kind of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to... And they're kind of crazy and silly. I've seen clips of them. Yeah. And so I definitely am looking forward to seeing those characters that you described. Look, so look at them. They're old. Yeah. And, and, and just, you know, it's like watching Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> except hopefully better than the Dumb and Dumb yeah. that came out. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. It's, it's like if that was a good movie. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. Um, okay. Oh, the, the Joker movie is going to be rated R. Mm-hmm. Uh, they announced that this week, which is great. I don't, I don't know how you make that not rated R. Well, I totally forgot about that. That's what, October, right? Yeah, oh, sh- that's this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I completely forgot I that totally too. I totally forgot about it. Um, you said we had a couple trailers this week. I only have one. What, what? Well, um... Uh, I guess the Frozen 2 trailer. I saw oh, the Frozen okay. 2 trailer and I love it. Okay. I didn't see that. Um, uh, the Doctor Sleep trailer, though. Did you watch that? Yeah. And uh, what did you think of that? It looks it looks decent. It Yeah. I, I think... I mean, this seemed like they're going to expound more on the whole concept of a shine, the shining and stuff. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I don't have high hopes, but... I don't know who you think you are as a filmmaker to try and make this movie. Like, I wouldn't touch any one of Stanley Kubrick's movies. <laughs> because because the, mm. something about film fans, mm-hmm. they revere Kubrick so much. Yeah. Like, Deservedly. De- deservedly. Yeah. But it's... Uh, it's to, you got some balls, man, to yeah. go after one of Kubrick's movies like that. I mean, they're... they're Going no, after they're not going Kubrick. after it. But to remember, it's Stephen King. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. But to to touch because so many things in the trailer for um, Doctor Sleep, mm-hmm. it's almost like almost visual recreations of um, what Kubrick did with The mm-hmm. Shining. That's um, true. And to be so faithful to it is, you know, it's almost like you're begging for people to make mm-hmm. comparisons. Yeah. Well, we already know. We have already set our minds to know that this movie is not going to match up to The Shining. So yeah. we'll just try to enjoy it for what it is. Hopefully it's not bad. I have not high expectations. Yeah, I mean... But it looks, it looks decent. It though. does look decent. And that's the great thing about it is that it doesn't look terrible. Mm-hmm. But um, I just hope that we're able to appreciate it on its own. Without, I mean, it's impossible. Because mm-hmm. The Shining is one of those legendary movies, mm-hmm. um, but it's it. I really hope that we're able to separate it and we can appreciate it on its own. But I don't feel like the filmmakers are doing enough to make it distinct from it. So hopefully, there's a lot in it where it's like, okay, this is why this movie exists. Like, mm-hmm. 
it has an uphill battle because it has to justify its existence and it has to be really, really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, that was the news this week. Um, There's no more news. I don't think so. That, <laughs> how much well, more news you want? Well, we'll remember when we're on our way home. That yeah. was, wait, let me count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven news stories and a Frozen trailer, which wow. we barely talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like uh, Wong in Doctor Strange, like, you, you wanted more? <laughs> oh, come on. I <laughs> think Doctor Strange in Endgame, sorry. Well, this is our longest podcast in a while. Uh, yeah, it I is. Think I think. So. Yeah. I think the. Uh, I think it might have been around Endgame. We had a big one that was coming out, but we had a mm-hmm. lot of new stories this week, and we had a lot to talk about with the top five. Um, but Ashana, as even though it was long, thank you for coming. Ah, uh, my pleasure. And uh, thank you all for listening. And I'm going to watch more later. Yeah. Okay. Well, you Gr- can't watch it. Good for you. Um, you can follow the you can follow me at Damien Movies on Twitter that's D-A-M-I Movies and you can follow Shauna and you can find the podcast on SoundCloud on Apple Podcasts on Google Podcasts Stitcher wherever podcasts are you can find us uh, if you could leave a review uh, or rate the podcast on any platform that you listen to it that would be really really helpful and you can always find the podcasts and the reviews and such on DamienMichaelMovies.com and on Instagram at DamienMichaelMovies uh videos are coming soon don't you worry about it the studio is on the way stay tuned yes. you're gonna see if you've never seen me and jana's face before and you've only listened to our sweet sweet voices boy you are in for a trip we're, we're both very handsome people well not damien <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just joking okay <laughs> goodbye everybody bye Thank bye you for listening. Mm-hmm.